Coming to you live from the most powerful city in the world. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Sponsored by Anchor FM. Take it away, fellas. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Sideline Junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Coming to you for this Thursday night throwdown. Give me your Sideline Junkies fix. I'm going to start the show off tonight. By wishing a happy birthday to one, Flex Cavana. No, 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 no. That's not it. Rocky Maivia. No, no, no. He doesn't go by that anymore. The Rock. Nope. He really doesn't go by that anymore. Happy birthday, Dwayne Johnson. 47 today. It's not Saturday and this is not the WrestleManiacs, but hey. Gotta give props to props to dude. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time. One of my favorite actors. So, happy birthday to you, Dwayne Johnson. Now, for this Thursday night throwdown, chuck full of sideline junkie goodness. How about that? That's the way I could describe that. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Dive on into the mailbag real quick. Got a listener question from one of our loyal listeners, uh, Marquise, who's a New York Giant fan. Let me preface that first. A smart New York Giant fan. He's self-aware of his team. He's not delusional like some Cowboy fans. But that's another show for another time. His question is, do you think the New York Giants are afraid, prejudiced, or dare even say it racist against black quarterbacks? Now, before anybody jumps off the deep end, let me frame this. He's asking this question. Because... Uh, last week, the Giants took Daniel Jones with the sixth pick. Everybody thought that they would go Dwayne Haskins. I mean, every single solitary soul thought they would go Dwayne Haskins. But they did not. They bucked the trend. They went, uh, (laughs) they went Daniel Jones. Okay? Daniel Jones didn't really have an impressive college career. And he was ranked fourth fifth on a lot of uh draft rankings for quarterbacks he was behind Kyler Murray who went number one overall Dwayne Haskins who dropped the 15 to the Redskins uh Drew Locke and I think he might even been behind Will Greer on some but on some he was also in front so everybody's wondering how in the world did he go six now, as a Giant fan, he, he posed this question. and let, let, Let's take a look at the videotape here. You know, the tail of the tape, if, if, if you will. Now, Daniel Jones was the MVP of the 2017 Quick Lane Bowl and the 2018 Independence Bowl. Uh, he played in the 2019 Senior Bowl, was the MVP of that game. Um, his college career was less than impressive. I'll, I'll say that he played 36 games total, 764 uh, completions in 1,275 attempts, 59% for completion rating, 8,201 yards. Uh, and this is in three years of work. <laughs> he redshirted in 2015, which is his freshman year, and he played 16, 17, and 18. Uh, average per attempt passing 
52 TDs, 29 interceptions for a career. 122.9 was his QB rating. He ran for 1,323 yards in his Duke career, uh, 17 rushing touchdowns, 406 attempts, so he wasn't really a runner, okay? I, I don't see how that puts him over Dwayne Haskins. And we know Dwayne Haskins only started 2018, but we knew what he could do in 2017. In 2017, he played eight games, uh, didn't start any. 40 attempts, 50, I'm sorry, 40 completions, 50 attempts, 70.2% completion rate, 565 yards, four touchdowns and an interception, okay? His overall career statistics for Dwayne Haskins, 22 games, 14 starts. He started every game uh, last season, 13-1 as a starter, 13-1, Uh. 413 attempts, 590. I'm geez, I'm mixing everything up. 413 completions, 590 attempts, 70% completion rate, 5,396 yards, 54 touchdowns, over nine interceptions. Uh, his highest QB rating was 175.8, which was last season. They don't have a career rating. Uh, 109 rushes for 194 yards, four touchdowns. I, I, I'm not understanding how I didn't understand the pick. It was a head scratch, to be quite honest. Now, on to the question. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I mean, that's how I feel in the heart of my heart. They're scared. They're prejudiced. <laughs> I mean, you got quality black quarterbacks that you could take but you don't now Eli Manning is without the shadow of a doubt I believe top three all-time starting quarterbacks for the New York Giants and Eli is a legend Eli no matter what you say Jew Eli is a Hall of Famer and it's not because his last name is Manning. His numbers don't lie, okay? But when you're trying to close out the era of Eli and you have a talent like Dwayne Haskins and you pass on him, I'm going to question, what was it? Was it uh, really because of the color of his skin? Because if Dwayne Haskins was a different color, would he went? Would he have went six with these numbers? But now, if Daniel Jones is a different color and a little darker shade, would he have went six? Because looking at Daniel Jones's numbers, they they really don't impress me. They don't stand out. Now, if you didn't want to take Dwayne Haskins, why not take Drew Locke? Why not tra- take Will Greer? Those are guys with great upside, but. They say Daniel Jones is basically Eli Manning. He's a little Eli Manning. He's just like Eli. That's why they took him. I call BS. So, our tagline here at the sideline junkies is we real, raw, uncut, unfiltered. So, Marquise, to answer your question, brother, 
Yes, I do believe there is some prejudice, some uh, 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 a racial issue there because they've never. Geno Smith started one game in that uh, uh, during the Eli Manning era. This is two years ago, which got Bob McAdoo fired, and that was the only black quarterback that the Giants had as a starter for one game. And I don't think it's the organization. I think that it's the management. That's just my opinion. That's what I'm here for. You don't like it, shoot us an email, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. You'll hear it now, and then you'll hear it again at the end of the show. I'm just being honest. I'm being real. I'm being raw and uncut, unfiltered. That's what it is. So, boom goes the dynamite. Now, moving on to our next topic, sticking with the NFL. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Whew. <sighs> Tapes come out about the abuse of his three-year-old son. And son wound up with a broken arm and say he abused his child but there's been a new development in the case uh Tyreek's lawyer released text messages between him and his fiance saying that the fiance admitted to being the one that abuses the three-year-old son that he has never put his hands on his son I, I don't know who to believe because I wasn't there. That's one thing. But as a father. And as a father of boys. My boys are 15 and 10. I don't care if it was their mother. Their grandmother. I don't care who it is. Dare I say it. God forgive me. It could be Jesus himself. You break a three-year-old child's arm, you should be put up under the jail. But when we put you up under the jail, we're going to make sure it's people that, you know, like to teach child abusers a lesson that's under there with you. No way in four hells, and yes, I said it, four hells, is it ever okay to put your hands on a three-year-old child to the point where you're leaving bruises, marks, uh, 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 you're breaking bones. That is child abuse. Now, I, I, I take this to heart for various reasons, and those close to me know why. But, yeah, you don't do that. It's a three-year-old child. It's not a grown man. What no, I mean, what the hell? It don't matter if he did it, the fiance did it, I don't care. Either way, somebody needs to be in jail right now. That's how I feel about it. As far as the NFL, this whole, you're quick to ban a player such as Josh Gordon. You're quick to suspend him and put him on the exempt list for years at a time, right? For drugs, basically marijuana. Okay, you, you you know, you you quickly suspend somebody for PDs, four games here, you know, but when you have altercations, 
that that are the physical nature whether it be Ezekiel Elliott's uh particular case where he got into the barroom fight that was one and I felt even as a Redskin fan I felt bad for Zeke because he shouldn't have been suspended those six games shouldn't have been for something that he was cleared of and then the whole thing with the girlfriend and she was trying to she lied tried to set him up and was going to ruin his career because he didn't want to be with her I felt he shouldn't have been suspended that was bull you know what on the NFL's part let me jump stay on subject okay as far as Tyreek Hill goes, this is not something that you can slap on the wrist. This is not a, 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 a at moment. Should he lose his career? I mean, you pretty much are about to because they've suspended you from all team activities. But what is the NFL going to do? Players like Greg Hardy, uh, he, 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 he got suspended a couple games for putting his hands on a woman. Did Adrian? I got. I can't remember right offhand, but did Adrian Peterson get suspended for what he did to his child? Now, I mean, a, a lot of us in this age group had country grandparents, so you know, go get a switch. But this ain't that time no more. This ain't that time where you can go get a switch and you know, tan them legs. I mean, you can't do that no more. Granted, it happened to us, and I mean, I I, I tell my son, say, so yeah, I. I it happened, but I'm still alive, but it was a different era. It's not like that anymore. So, but this right here was just overkill. You broke a child's arm. Whether it was him or the fiance, I don't care. You broke a child's arm. I don't think you should be, you should be rewarded by being able to continue your career. Go have a seat for a little bit. Let us investigate this. Now, if it comes out that he didn't do any of it, and, it, you know, this new report that comes out where they say the fiancé, uh, with that, that, that um, 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 she was the one that did it, by all means, put her in jail. And I don't mean for 23 months, 25 months, 26 months. Let her sit some years in it so she can figure out what the hell she did. Let, let, let her sit and think about it. Give her something to think about. Because, you know, no money on your books, 23-hour lockdown. That's what you need. And that goes for him, too. I'm not... I'm just putting my opinion out there. I'm not saying that... Uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, corporal punishment is the greatest thing. But... That was overkill. That wasn't corporal punishment. That was straight up abuse. That's what that was on one of their parts. Now, they're saying that uh, he wants to speak to the NFL. This is what his lawyer said. Um, he's going through both family counseling and individual counseling, and he is looking forward to having an opportunity to speak with the NFL regarding the allegations. Now, I said the same thing about Reuben Foster. I said, I'd rather the investigation be done. When the Redskins signed him, I said, what is he bringing to the table? I said, he can come off of uh, uh, the exempt list and not be suspended and be good. But what is he bringing to the table? Everybody's like, oh, man, look at what we got. We got Reuben Foster. Yeah, but this guy doesn't stay healthy. That's my whole thing. I'm like, okay. And right now, if you got health issues and you got injury problems, Washington ain't the place for you. 
Look at what happened last year. We went through, what, four quarterbacks? <laughs> Come on, man. That's not the place for you. But that whole thing he went through. And they did the investigation, come to find out it wasn't true. He was cleared of all allegations. Okay, fine. I was still thinking about it along the lines. What is he going to bring to the table? Are you going to give me 100 tackles in the season? That's what I'm thinking about. Everybody else thinking about, you know, sweeping under the rug. Nah, you can't sweep this stuff under the rug. And this is where the NFL has messed up because you give the light offenders, things, you know, if you're doing something to yourself, okay, yeah, you got a substance abuse problem, fine. Yes, go get them help. But these abuse allegations, whether it be a man, woman, child, whatever, and they got a pattern of it, and you're just giving them slaps on the wrist, you know, two-game suspension here, oh, you find a game check. Come on, NFL, y'all got to do better. And I'm, I'm ranting here. It's been a long day. So I'm going to move on from it. I just feel that the NFL needs to step in, do their own investigation, get all the facts, act accordingly. If Tyreek Hill has uh, these things are not true about him and he had nothing to do with it all and it comes out to be the truth, by all means, resume your career. Get off that, uh, that, 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 that suspended list. Keep it moving. But now if it comes out that he actually did do this, yeah, I'm going to need you to be put up under the jail for a couple of years. You need to think about that, Slim. And that's on the real. And I think the NFL, that should be a lifetime ban from the NFL right there. Just to show we don't play that. Then the next person step out of line to that point where they're doing something like that, even if you got a pattern or not, but the, the evidence proves it's true and you're convicted, lifetime ban. Stop setting these guys up to come back. I mean... Michael Vick got caught up in some stuff that, I mean, he's still paying for today. They canceled one of his football camps because of something that happened, what? It's been uh, 11 years now? He served his time and it's still coming after him. Served 23 months, still coming. He's still facing the effects. He had to get back in the NFL to pay the debt so. But Dante Stallworth actually took a man's life he served 23 days in jail he was drunk hit a man in the crosswalk yes it was an accident but you still took a life you took something you can't give back served no suspension no nothing lost no money had a job the next season see that that that's the in my opinion that's the hypocrisy but that's just my thoughts on the situation so moving right along uh little update on the NHL playoffs. Even though my caps are out of it. Oh, man. It hurts because I wanted to defend this year. But such is life. You know, when they lost out, the first thing I said is, you know, hello, disappointment, my old friend. <sighs> uh, the team that put the caps out, the Carolina Hurricanes, are up 3-0 on the New York Islanders. They won yesterday 5-2. Uh, San Jose leads the uh, Colorado Avalanche 4-2. I'm sorry, 2-1 in the series. They won on Tuesday, 4-2. The St. Louis Blues and the Stars, series tied at 2-2. The Bruins and the Blue Jackets tied at 2-2. 
for that series. Um, right now we got the San Jose Sharks and the Avalanche playing right now. San Jose is up two one uh in the series, but it's zero zero at the end of the first period. So getting kinda exciting. We're gonna have a new champion this year. Let's see what's gonna happen. Hopefully it's not them dang on her Carolina Hurricanes, so <sighs> I need to decompress, pay some bills. So we're gonna take a break, come back and jump into a little NBA. Stay tuned. And just like that, we right back like we never left. Jumping over to the NBA. Let's talk about this Rockets Warriors series. Game one was marred by the Rockets sending the tape to the league saying that they missed 81 calls. They were complaining about the refs. And I'm just like, okay. I I, I don't know if you really got a case there. Because, I mean, you're talking about officiating. This is, you know, human eyes. So, right now, Golden State is up two games to none. Uh, I watched game two. Was that night before last? Tuesday night, yeah. I just, I looked at the Rockets and I, I, I asked the question. And I even asked Professor Lucky before I even told anybody. I asked Professor Lucky this one. If the Rockets would have went ahead, pulled the trigger, signed Carmelo Anthony, would he be that extra scoring boost, that oomph? And we're talking about a focused Carmelo Anthony who knows how to play in Mike D'Antoni's system. Would he be what they need to get past the Warriors? Immediately, Professor Lucky said no. And I I, I, I tend to agree with him. I mean, it was just a thought that I had. And I, 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 I agree with him where I don't think he would help. If you notice, Mike D'Antoni teams are strong during the regular season. I mean, except when he was with the Knicks, but his Phoenix teams were very strong during the during the uh, the regular season. This Rockets team very strong during the regular season, but when they get to the playoffs, especially when they get to the second round, and if they make it to the conference finals, they just cannot. Ball, it's like that up and down, you know, pace that they normally do. That running, no defense. Yeah, you get exposed in the playoffs, and that is what's happening to the Rockets again this year. They're gonna lose to the Warriors four. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna say it four. Because number one, I would love to see Chris Paul. Handle the ball 100% of the time, you know, to the point where you inbound the ball, it goes to Chris Paul. Let him go. Let me see James Harden work without the ball for a minute. Work for that shot and get open. And then, you know, we'll go from there. Instead of James Harden walking the ball up, getting to his spot, and then shooting. I mean, the other night I seen Chris Paul dominate i mean and i'm not gonna say dominate that's the wrong word to use but he came down he boogied a little bit and he can get to the lane i i I seen uh clint capella catch teardrops and put him down i mean that remind me of what mark jackson did against the bulls in 97 and 98 in the conference finals hated it 
because it was unstoppable. Dale Davis, Antonio Davis, dunks all day long. But I, I just don't. Playoff Rockets, I don't like their style of play. I'll say that. And that's going to be their downfall against these Warriors because the Warriors, Kevin Durant, when he goes to shoot, I just look and be like, oh, yeah, that's good. Ain't, ain't nothing to worry about. That's good. And I'd be damned if it's not. I mean, he knocks it down like it's nothing. So, I, and then speaking of which, check out the uh, the Facebook page and also the, the, the Instagram page. I put up a question earlier today. Uh, game 7. NBA Finals, you have Larry Bird Celtics, pick a year, whatever year you want to pick, uh, versus Kevin Durant's Warriors. And it's game seven. Who who you putting your money on? A lot of people said Bird because of who Bird is, but the question was asked, thank you for this, Jew. Which rules are we playing with? Are we playing with today's rules or the 80s rules? Because it makes a difference. So, that's just a thought. Go 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 to the, the Facebook page, Sideline Junkies Colon Podcast, or Sideline Junkies on Instagram, and give your opinion on that one. Next series, Blazers Nuggets. That is going to be the best series in the West. I, I love the way the Nuggets play, especially uh the Joker, Jokic, Nikolai Jokic. That he can shoot. He can pass what they say. He can dipsy do. He can do it all. I like him. I, I just really like him. But last night, the Blazers a little too much for the Nuggets. 97 to 90. So that series is tied at one apiece. Uh, coming over to the East, the Sixers just beat the Raptors a little while ago. Um, 116.95. Philly leads that two to one. I don't know. I, I think this is where it ends for the Raptors. I think this will be well, two more games. And Kawhi is on the free agent list because he's gonna hit the open market. So it's gonna happen. He's not staying in Toronto. I'm just gonna say that right now. He's not staying there. Uh, but the 76ers further proof if you tank for three years and get three lottery picks you can build a team <laughs> you can't say they didn't build through the draft mostly but uh you know they got a uh, jimmy butler in a trade great pickup but when they got tobias harris i said you know what that's gonna make them even stronger at one point in time they were the only starting five that averaged over 17 points. And if you go back and listen, when we were talking at the trade deadline before the Sixers got Tobias Harris from the Clippers, I said the Washington Wizards need to go get Tobias Harris. He has a cap-friendly contract, and he'll be that scoring help to help Bradley Beal. And at the time, I believe John Wall was still playing. So, I nope, 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 take that back. John Wall was gone. I was like, that's the, the help that Bradley Beal would need. That extra scoring on. Now, if they could have made the deals they did make for Bobby Portis and everything, and then you got Tobias Harris, it would have been a new look wizard. It would have been looking a lot different. But that's just my opinion. That's me playing virtual GM. So look for the 76ers to close this one out in five. 
That that's no doubt in my mind. If they if it goes longer than five, they're toying with them. Uh, the other series that's going on in the East is this is the best series in the East. Trailblazers Nuggets best in the West. Bucks Celtics is the best in the East. I mean, this series is tied up one one. We got a uh, Celtics hosting tomorrow night. Um, Giannis, Giannis. Giannis, she me Christmas kid. He is an absolute beast, and I'm just I'm just giving my thoughts. I'm not that's why I'm not quoting any stats or anything. I'm just giving my thoughts on each and every series. Uh, he's an absolute beast. I, I will say that, but I I, I don't think. And now, mind you, I got the Bucks going all the way to the finals. So I got them winning the East. But I don't think the Celtics are going to be able to overcome him once he gets – I mean, he's already going. But after game one, they you know, they came out, they did work, beat the Bucks. Game two, they got handed, you know. What was game? Game two was uh 123-102, and that was Tuesday night. They got handed, handed. Now, that series tied at 1-1. We got game three tomorrow at 8, okay? But I don't think the Celtics, even though you have Kyrie, you got Gordon Hayward, you got all these guys, they're not going to be able to overcome the Bucs. They will go down to the Bucs in seven. That's how good it's going to be. It's going to take seven games to beat them. And then when the Bucs go on, you're going to have Bucs, Sixers, Eastern Conference Finals. That's gonna go seven two. That's going. This is that's gonna be the Bucks test, but it's also gonna be the seventy six test because I think the Bucks and the seventy sixes. I'm not taking nothing away from Boston, but I think the Bucks and seventy sixes are the two best teams in the conference as of right now. So that's just my thoughts, my opinions. But hey, that's what you come here for, ain't it? <laughs> so. I'm I'm just I'm riding with the Bucks. I think I'm riding with them as hard as I was riding with the Timberwolves last year. But you know we all know how that ended. But I'm riding with the Bucks here on this. All right. So moving right along as a little extra, the MLB Major League Baseball is going strong. Local Nationals. That's BJ and. Junie and and Delonte's team, 12 and 17, uh, 6 and 11 at home, 6 and 6 away, 3 and 7 in the last 10. <sighs> Not looking good to start out, I'll say that. Um, my beloved New York Yankees aren't looking the greatest. Uh, geez, I just had that, their record up. But they're, they're number two in the AL East. And I can't wait till they come to town. How about that? Because I want to be at National Stadium to see them play. But I really want to get into a lot more baseball this year, this season. Because, I mean, we got a lot of good things going on. I want to be able to go out to a game and broadcast live from the game. You know, if it's Instagram live, whatever, we're going to – Sideline Junk is going to bring it to you. So, <sighs> 
Might as well go ahead and get ready to wrap it on up. Get up out of here. Uh, Saturday. Don't forget. You got the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs with the People's Choice. Don Rodriguez and myself. Yours truly. The big guy KG. Uh, we got a lot to get into this week. Um, we still got. AEW news. Um, we also got a, 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 a leak of. Brock Lesnar's final opponent will be at uh, final opponent at WrestleMania 36 was revealed. We got to find out if it's true or not, but he's going to get retired, i.e. the way Shawn Michaels retired Ric Flair, the way The Undertaker retired Shawn Michaels, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, why not go out on the grandest stage of them all? So. That's one thing we got to get into. Another thing, you know, if you listen to the WrestleManiacs, you know how I feel about Leo Rush. Uh, local. He's from Lanham, Merlin. And, of course, we are local podcast. And I'm a big Leo Rush fan for what he can do. I, I know he can wrestle. He was in MCW. He's an MCW alum. So, of course, much love to the local talent. But he has some backstage heat, allegedly. And I'm using air quotations there. So myself and the people's choice, Don Rodriguez, will get deep into that and around the universe on Saturday. So stay tuned for that. Before we get out of here, before we get out of here, we have been picked up by four new platforms. So in addition to hearing us on (laughs) right here on Anchor FM, in addition to hearing us here, you can hear us on iTunes in the podcast section. You can hear us on Spotify, uh, Google Play Podcasts, Castbox, Breaker, uh, you know, all, all the normal ones we name off now. Here's four extra ones. You can hear us on TuneIn, Player FM, iHeartRadio. You can hear the sideline chunkies on iHeartRadio. You don't understand. I have the biggest smile on my face because when I saw it, it felt so good you can also hear us on podcoin so any one of those platforms 16 platforms to hear the sideline junkies on it's no excuse why you're not getting your fix none whatsoever so and also podcoin they pay you to listen go listen to them sideline junkies get paid to listen thank you to everyone that supports us by listening, uh, sending in questions, emails, text messages. Anyway, just the conversations alone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't say it enough. Uh, the fellas can't say it enough. Um, it's, 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 it's been a great ride thus far, and it's only going to get greater. I mean, the, 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 the creator put a, a idea on us and it's blossomed very well, I must say. 16 platforms and we, we, we were on 12 platforms in under a year. Now we're up to 16 and we're in a year plus. So I, I, I said it to the fellas. For our anniversary on February 10th. I said you know. Cheers to the first year. And let's have a bigger distribution deal. 
<laughs> coming into the new one. So, hey, it's starting to happen. It's coming into fruition. And I'm just proud that they allowed me to be a part of it, allowed me to ramble on. And I, I wouldn't change it for the world. And I couldn't have a better set of brothers than to ramble on and, and, and express my feelings with. So, to all my fellow sideline junkies, much love, peace, and blessings. And I love y'all, man. To all our listeners, all our supporters, love y'all too. Keep them questions, comments, and everything coming. Let's go ahead and do it big, y'all. I'm KG. This has been the Thursday Night Throwdown. This has been a, a production of the Sideline Junkies. BJ don't pay me for no overtime. We out of here, baby. This has been another Sideline Junkies production sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.